The Peacock always has to fly. This is Tim. This is New York Giants Trade Talk, powered by Online Big Blue LLC. Oh, I want to talk about an article today that was in the Philly Voice. It was from the Philly Voice. So everyone should kind of know when it's from the Philly Voice. And it's about the New York Giants, but that it's not going to be maybe flattering. But I wonder. I was wondering. I didn't read the article yet. And I was wondering, because I keep seeing it all over Twitter. So is it just divisional hate? Or is it maybe some unwanted truth that the Giant fan just doesn't want to talk about, just doesn't want to see? So the, the article was from June 27th. Ten reasons why the Giants will be a dumpster fire this season. So why don't we just take a quick look at this? I'm not going to It's pretty long. So I'm, I'm not going to go through every point because some of these are multitudes of paragraphs. Um, I got people pinging me all over the place here right now. Number one on the list, of course, the Giants hitched their wagon to Daniel Jones. And they go on to mention that the Giants have shared the worst record in the NFL at 22 and 59, uh, with a point differential over that span of negative 530. And in 2021, they became a laughing stock and embarrassment to themselves, seemingly on a weekly basis. Well, okay, uh, yeah, I mean that's that's not uh, th- that's not really undebatable. But it, it goes on to talk about, in the wake of Jones' seemingly promising 2022 season, Giants were faced with three decisions on his future. Let him walk, thus starting a quarterback uh, for the players for the first time since 2016, franchise tag, and pay him roughly 32.4, hitched a wagon to Jones. And they're saying that hitching the wagons to Jones is a bad idea because we're going to run it back with Daniel. And, and they go through some of the stats. I always say, you know, you have a lot of Daniel Jones enthusiasts who use the next-gen stats to prove everything about Daniel Jones, but they never act. They, they, they always just point out a number. They never talk about what's behind the number. They just say, this is the number. This is what it is. This is great. And then when you do a deep dive and look into the number, you see things. And one of the things that next gen stats that people like to avoid is Jones was the most conservative quarterback in the NFL. Intended average air yards was 6.3. We've talked about this. On averages past, landed 2.8 yards short of the first down marker. We've talked about this. And this is just one of the this is just one of these stats that people don't want to talk about. The Giants were a dink and dunk offense. 100 percent Are they going to be better this year if they have the opportunity to open up and air it out with Daniel Jones? You know, we'll have to wait and see. But, you know, it it I know I've said this a million times before. This is going to be a make or break season for Jones and a make or break season for the Giants. Number two, they have is Saquon is pissed. I don't disagree with this one. And and they and if you take a look at it, if you take a look at it, and, and they broke down stats that I've talked about, that the Giants get out to an unexpected 7-2. Saquon Barkley is the big part of the reason. The Giants are putting up mile, putting mile jumps, and he's carried the ball 198 times for 931 yards and six touchdowns through the first nine games. He was on pace to go over 2,000 yards from scrimmage. And week nine, a lot of people forget about this. Barkley carried the ball 35 times for 152 yards. Yeah, he was the bell cow. We've talked about the fact that if you see what happens after uh, Barkley's production goes down, because I believe the, the league adjusted, the Giants record went down. So I don't think that I do. I do agree. I don't think you should piss off the guy that is, you know, Technically, one of your cornerstones of your offense, and and at times I've talked about this before. He's he's kind of the engine that makes this team run. 
So I can't I can't disagree with pissing off a franchise running back. And we all heard the 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 Saquon Barkley interview from his camp. So we got to kind of wait and see how that one plays out. Number three it says they are loaded with three and four wide re- number three and number four wide receivers. And they talk about how the Giants have a lot of receivers, but none of them are going to make the imposing cornerbacks lose sleep. Here is the list of their top nine in each of the best seasons in the NFL. So you got Sterling Shepard, you, you got Jameson Crowder, you got Darius Slayton, you got Paris Campbell, you got Isaiah Hodgins, Hodgkins, you got Colin Johnson, Wondell Robinson, Jeff Smith, and Jalen Hyatt. All right, and you know, you know, you hope Hyatt becomes something, and I, I, I have all confidence in the world that Hyatt is going to be. And I've said this before: if Hyatt only catches thirty-five passes but averages seventeen yards a catch, I think that's a successful season. You hope Wandell comes back. You hope Isaiah turns becomes something that he is uh, that fans hope he's going to be, in and not it doesn't just turn into a David Sills, David Sills two point uh, You hope Paris Campbell stays healthy. You hope Darius continues on his production level, and, and then you have you hope Crowder does anything, and then you hope Sterling Shepard can turn the corner. So if you take a look at the wide receiving court, while we have a plethora of wide receivers, would, would I sit there and say, we, you know, we, we have a great wide receiving court? No, but for a team that's going to be a strictly, I mean, not strictly, but a team's going to be relying heavily on the run, I'm not overly concerned because you also left out Walla Walla Waller. So you know there there are some uh, there are some concerns there. The other one, number four, says the offensive line still stinks. They talk about uh, Andrew Thomas, uh, Ben Bredesen, John Michael, John Michael Schmitz, Mike Glo- Mark Glowinski, and Evan Neal. If you take a look at this line, the only the only solidified part of this line is the left tackle. I have all the faith and all the confidence in the world that Evan Neal is going to turn around. I have no confidence in our guard positions and, and Ben Bredesen or Glowinski. And I hope that John, and I think John is going to struggle a little bit early on. So I think he's going to, he's going to find the league to be a little bit faster, a little bit stronger. He's not going to be able to push around people that he was able to do that in college. He's going to use his leverage, but he's going to figure it out. But you have to hope that these, the, the guard positions hang up, you know, turn, uh, you know, you got to hope the guard positions kind of solidify themselves because if not, we're going to hear about how the offensive line sucks and we're going to have to have Daniel Jones for another 10 years. And number five is the turnovers are coming. Remember Daniel Jones selection above. We noted the giants passing game in 2000 was basically a dink and dunk yawn fest. And it's true. That's not what Brian Dable is. He's going to want to throw the ball down the field. That's why you went out and got uh, Darius Slayton. That's why you went and got Paris Campbell. That's why you got Jalen Hyde. That's why you got the walla walla waller. But to his point, interceptions, when you go deep, when you make that throw, when you take that chance, interceptions are going to come. Sacks are going to come. Sack fumbles are going to come. So while the Giants' turnover ratio at times was low last season, yes, there are, there are, there are opportunities for, the, for that turnover ratio to go up once you open up the offense a little bit. And we also have to remember, you know, they're, the Giants won some games that you know, they're probably not going to win every year. You know, I always think you think you think of kicking off the season and Randy Bullock missing that field goal with what four seconds left. You know, I think it was like a thirty-yard field goal. So things are going to happen. So you're not going to get all those. You're not going to get all those plays. You're not. It's just not going to happen. Um. You know, you got Christian Kirk getting stopped at the one. You got that Julian Love's interception against Baltimore. So, you know, it is what it is. Number six, I don't agree with. Shane got rid of good players for no reason. 
Uh, I, I think that as much as we want, you, they want to talk about James Bradbury, you know, and it, it is a little bit of spilled, uh, spoiled milk here with the Giants about James Bradbury. Cause James, James Bradbury should have stayed a Giant. But you know what? He, he signed a $7.5 million deal with the Eagles. But, you know, that that in if you take a look at, you can't look at the Bradbury situation without looking at the fact that the cap situation, not only last year, but this coming into this year as well. So you really can't talk about that. He also talk. He also talks about uh, Julian Love. I, I think Julian Love is going to be missed on this team for a lot of reasons. But like I said, it, it's the cap projections that were the problem for this team, and and I don't think that's going to be. You know, like I said, I think that's starting to change. You know, going into twenty twenty four, we're gonna we're gonna see a different cap situation. So some of the players that we couldn't sign this year are some of the players that we couldn't retain were mainly because of what the previous regime did. So I don't agree with that. Number seven, the run defense sucks. Our run defense did suck. It did. Said this before. For two years now, the the way to beat the Giants was just off tackle left, off tackle right, off tackle left, up this you know, up the middle, throw it over the top. That was the way to that was the way to attack the giant defense. You know, we can get into the basic stacks that the Giants were they where they ranked, you know. But we're not going to, because they, they, in the run defense, they ranked either between 28 and 32nd in all the stats. So it's not really, we're not going to get into that. You hope Bobby Okereke is going to come in. I like Bobby Okereke, 151 tackles, two forced fumbles, five pass breakups last year, but we went over market on him. We did overpay for him. I've said this before. We paid, we paid a little bit more than we should have for an off the ball linebacker, especially when people like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jermaine Pratt and TJ Edwards deals came in under 7 million. Is he going to help the giant defense? Yeah, he's going to definitely help giant run defense, but it's going to be the there's going to be the hog mollies, the big boys up front that are going to be the ones that are going to have to dictate how we are going to play the run and how we're going to slow down the run. Now, right on the list is the Giants and the Cowboys own the Eagles. No, that's not wrong. Giants haven't beaten the Cowboys in the last 10 tries. Eagles currently hold a 10 game home winning streak over the Giants and have 25 out of the last 31 matchups overall. The Giants swept the Eagles in 2007. They're not wrong about that either. The only people that we have their number in the division is Washington. And we were, we, you know, and honestly, we didn't look too good against Washington at points last year. We should do pretty good this year because the fact that the Giants, I mean, Washington still doesn't have a quarterback. I'm not, I'm not a big believer in Sam Howell. Number nine, the Giants' early, early schedule looks pretty tough, at least on paper. I'm not even going to touch this one because I've said this once before. I kept hearing last year before the season started how the last eight games of the season was going to be a cakewalk for the Giants. How if we got off to a fast start, we were, we're going to go seven to one in the last eight games. You don't know. Injuries occur. Bad teams that were supposed to be bad are good. You don't know what happens. But I thought that I thought that was funny. So I'm not even going to touch that one. Number ten is teams with negative point differentials that make the playoffs usually don't make the playoffs the next season. Here are the last ten teams, not including 2022, that had negative point differentials. And what the following seasons were. This I actually believe in. And I I know everyone hates Skip Bayless. But Skip Bayless has brought this up numerous times. So the 2021 uh, 2021 Steelers were negative 55. Next year they went 9-8 and and make the playoffs. I'm not going to go through all these. I'm not going to go through all these. But if you take a look at this statistically... this, This might lend a little bit more credence to the argument. That if you... If you have a negative point differential next year, you don't make playoffs. Yeah, there, there are numerous teams that haven't. I always go back to the, uh, uh, I mean, it, it's it's crazy. I mean, like, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get totally into this, but this has been pointed out. I know. But if you take a look at this, and you t- and you take away the Philly voice, 
and you step back and you see that, hey, listen, you know, there is some validity to the arguments on every one of these 10 points. You can point at it, you can counterpoint at it, but there is some validity. But football is a game you have to play every Sunday. Football is a game that is a week-to-week game. So you have no idea. No one has any idea what the 2023 Giants are going to do. Are we? How are even they're going to look like right now? Because of the fact that we haven't gotten into the training camp. So I'm not saying this is, I'm not saying this is divisional hate. I'm not saying this is, this is unwanted truth. I'm just saying that this is a point of view who points out some valid points that could either be proven or disproven on the field in 2023. And that's where we got to look at this. And that's where we kind of got to go. And again, this is Tim with New York Giants Straight Talk. Don't forget to like, don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to ring that bell because you want to know why? That'd be awesome.